boundaries and the waxing moon. Mother writes, Prisoner thou art, though the gate yawns wide. Prisoner thou wilt remain, till thine enemy within is without. Surrounded yet by light, you'll find Aquarius. Pull the arrows from your heart and wake the Draco within. So open the circle, light your candle, focus your attention on the flame. Let your mind move inward and away from your surroundings. Spend a few moments and allow your thoughts to drift around. When this is done, write the names of those whom you feel have done you an injustice. Write it on the sheets of paper, one name per sheet. Take your time over this, and if you wish to write down exactly what you feel the injustice was, then do that too. Put the pages into your book. Blow out the candle. Close the circle and put your tools away. In Tools for Conviviality, Ivan Illich wrote, In a consumer society there are two kinds of slave, the prisoners of addiction and the prisoners of envy. When you recognise this to be true, then you have a choice about your prison and whether you want to be free. I know it sounds strange. Surely every prisoner wants freedom, don't they? The truth is, there are people out there who prefer to believe that their drive to earn money is a requirement, something which they need to do. But there are few things we actually need to do, breathe, eat, stay warm. But in the past 30 years or so, we seem to have forgotten that the desire for a larger car, a better home, more possessions, isn't a need. Talk to anyone who's been ill for a long time. Simple pleasures become much more significant. Communing with nature, good friends, taking time to learn new things and experience the wonders of this earth, these cannot be bought with money. And it is so easy to fall into the prison of addiction in your lifestyle and even easier to envy others around you, theirs. It's a trap. Stop, just for one moment on your journey. Notice around you, who are the happiest people? And I can tell you from my own experience, they're not the richest financially, not by any means. The happiest people are those who've stepped outside of the prison of consumerism, walked away from the TV screen, walked away from their phones, where they used to watch other people having lives and started living them themselves. Don't wait until your body breaks down with ill health to learn this lesson. The prison is all in your mind. 
You have the key to freedom, if you're brave enough to take it and use it. Your fear is natural, and I would be amazed if you didn't have some feelings of anxiety at the thought of making these changes in your own mind. But trust me, I know the difference that freeing yourself from the prisons of addiction and envy mean to your sense of self and your ability to live life to the full. When you step outside of the prison, you release yourself from fear. When I stepped out of my personal prison, I was aware of feeling very exposed and vulnerable. Our prison can seem more like a sanctuary, warm and comfortable, safe and familiar. And once you step outside, you need to be strong enough to face the dislike of others and sometimes their hate. People will hate you for no apparent reason. And as you travel on the journey to the source, you'll find that there are some who seem deliberately set on making your journey hard and unpleasant. Some people who seem to take an instant dislike to you, or hate you even before they've met you, and it hurts. Of course it does. Let me tell you something. It hurts because you allow them into your It hurts because you think that it's about you and that maybe somewhere along the line you must have done something to offend them and because of this, by your actions, you can change their attitudes towards you. Lesson one, it's not all about you. Lesson two, there is nothing, and I do mean absolutely nothing, you can do to change their mind. We are all creatures of mostly mindless habit, and because of this, we will make decisions about people and situations based on how we feel about ourselves at that time. Think about it. Sadly, this means that sometimes life will seem unfair and people seem cruel. And I have experienced this over and over again. So much so that when I came to this part of Mother's Words, I found it difficult to accept that I couldn't make people be nicer to me. I suppose that in some dark corner of my mind, I wanted to be able to punish those people who were unpleasant to me or somehow to show them that their actions and reactions towards me were wrong to force them to change their mind and to like me. To overcome this, I had to recognise a universal truth. You cannot make someone change their mind. But what I did learn is that by being true and honest and consistent in your actions, you give these people a choice. They can either persist in holding their negative opinions of you way beyond a time when it was no longer reasonable, or they can change their own minds. The most precious piece of this knowledge is that by being true and honest to yourself, you force others to think about being true and honest to themselves. And if they make the choice not to, that is their choice. And you can feel sorry for their loss, their loss of joy, their loss of the experiences which they could have shared with you, their loss of emotional peace. 
Sadly, these can sometimes be the people who are closest to you and are people you want to share in your joy of success and in your happiness. You want them to share it. They cannot or will not because they are locked in their own prison. A prison of their beliefs which they want you to share. A prison which will not allow you to be more successful than they are, even though they are not prepared to put in the effort to be successful themselves. And so, by you being successful, you're holding up a mirror to their failure to change. So don't expect them to like you for it. It's kind of obvious that the reverse will often happen. I have learnt that those who hate without reason often have sad and dark histories and they should be pitied. I'll say it again, you cannot change them by your interaction with them but you may help them to change by being true and honest to yourself. You see, they don't hate you per se but they do hate what you'll represent. It may be success or popularity. It may be something as simple as how you look or the way you behave. They'll hate you because you reflect something within themselves, something they are neither willing nor able to come to terms with. And, you know, I can own this as I've been there myself, hating people for their success because, yeah, get this, I felt I deserved it more than they did. I was locked in the prison of competition. And it was a competition I had no way of winning as it was their game, their resources, their life, their success that I wanted. I didn't realise at the time that I had to find my own and not crave that of others. This way only leads to the lunacy of the dark moon. So use the releasing power of a waning moon instead to let go of this destructive competition and so prevent these negatives from ever coming back. This is the key to preventing others' hate from hurting you or harming those you care for. You need to create a boundary. Letting go of negativity helps you to create a healthy boundary. A boundary can be psychological or physical, but the essential factor is that it is flexible and strong and one which moves with you wherever you go. Otherwise, it ceases to be a boundary but becomes the walls of a prison. A healthy boundary will help you maintain the strength to move forward and not restrict your movements. If you create a barrier around you at times of fear, it will be too small for you and it will diminish your life by restricting your movements. But if you create a barrier at a time of strength, you are able to let go of your fear and move forward freely, naturally increasing and decreasing your boundaries to letting new people and experiences and drawing back your energies appropriately when the need arises. Remember I talked of a ritual of waking to the light? Now it's time for me to tell you 
that those precious moments spent in the natural hypnopompic state between waking and sleeping are the times when you create the space for a mental and emotional boundary. And if you want to do this, tomorrow when you wake to the light, you can become aware of the natural boundary of your mind, the space which exists between the inner and the outer you. If it is a prison wall you face the world with fear, defensive and afraid, and it is a time for the prison wall to crumble. Tell yourself that you're ready to be free and that you have a right to be happy and watch the walls crumble away. This may happen in one day or it may take a few, but when it's gone, you are open and exposed to new influences within and around you. And as soon as you're aware of this, then it's time to create a true boundary, one which will not only protect you, but will allow you to gain perspective no matter what the situation. It's not only a boundary, but it's a filter between the inner and outer realities. Your boundary consists of pure light. And without thinking about it, a colour will come to your mind and you can surround yourself with this colour. Some people feel the colour like a warmth. Others experience it almost as a sound. For some, the awareness of the qualities of the colour itself, such as healing or peace. And there are some people who believe they can see these colours as auras around you and these colours change. Personally, I don't know about that. I've never seen this phenomenon myself, but I do know that from my own experience, it takes the form of a warmth, which I feel coming from people. And you will find that each day when you wake to the light, the colour that surrounds you will reflect the role which you want the boundary to fulfil today. Think about that for a moment. So you'll always be fully prepared for the events of that day. Remember, the inner reality is what matters most. And when you recognise this, then you can and you will start to project that reality onto the world around you. You will make your own magic happen. You'll start to mould the world around you and your dreams from now on. And it's only now, when I have a boundary which I strengthen daily, that I can say this to you, dear doctor, who hurt me so with your vitriolic email when my TV series came out, I have allowed myself to forgive you. I forgive your venom and your misguided assumptions about me and what I was doing, because I realised your jealousy and ignorance of me and the true nature of my work was eating you alive. I forgive you and I hope you free yourself from this pain. I know now that there was absolutely no point in writing back to you to explain where you were wrong and how much you'd hurt me with your bile. 
but I am safe in my protected sphere. My boundaries are strong. I know who I am, and you do not. Yet. And to you who hurt me so, when I gave you so much time, money, energy, effort, and you still wanted more, and you who mocked my efforts by calling me your pension, and telling me that no one would ever listen to my voice because I'm a woman. I forgive you too. I forgive you for existing within what I now know was your fear of poverty and your terror of old age. That was to be your prison, not mine. Do not fear me. I kept your secrets. And I always will. Do you know what? I could go on listing the people, the fears, the memories, and so it will be for you, gentle listener to this audio. Because when you start to put down the essence of your feelings into your special book, you'll feel the same. There will be always those who wish you ill. And you know, especially as you succeed in life. It's now time to put them safely in their place where they can no longer harm you. The people who hurt you will be those you remember vividly if their effect is still causing you pain and especially if you don't want to remember them. These are the people for whom you've scratched a line on the prison wall of your heart marking another day, another injustice against you. So it's time to free yourself from the prison of their pain and allow them to hate you if they wish. They can hate, but from now on, it will no longer cause you emotional pain for it will no longer penetrate through your protective shield. The space which you are creating between waking and sleeping, the dream time, will become increasingly real and strong to you. Its existence will take shape and form and this will be your shield from the emotional harm which others may try to inflict on you. And if physical pain is part of your life story, this is the time to make sure that no one will ever be able to hurt you in that way again because you are taking control as you grow in respect for yourself. You can and will Remove yourself from a negative spiral of influence, whether this is for you a person, a drug, a situation. And I know it seems so easy for me to say and so difficult for you to do, or maybe impossible for some of you right now. But your journey to a source is also a journey away from fear and pain. You are no longer alone unless you choose to be. And the boundary you are about to create will give you the security the strength to start to make some of the bigger decisions. Let go of the pain. Let go of the desire to please those who would do you harm. Release the hurt into the shade of the waning moon. Let Sister Moon draw out the poison and leave you free from pain and ready to heal.
so you can light a candle once more. Focus on the light therein and feel the warmth of the flame. Allow yourself a few moments to connect with the warmth of this flame and let it kindle and echo within your breast. A flame burns there too. So close your eyes for a moment and continue to see the echo of the flame imprinted on your mind's eye. Take time to register the light within you responding and feel the warmth of both sources of light, the light without you and the light within. When you've finished, take the pages on which you wrote the names of those who hurt you without cause and tear them up as small as you can. Tiny, tiny pieces, as small as you possibly can. Extinguish the candle flame. Now water must take the pieces. Go to a stream or a river and drop the torn pieces into it. If you don't have a river close by, the toilet will do just as well. Flush away those fragments. Let Aquarius carry the pain from you. And the words below will end the closure ritual. Mother writes, The portal opens its maw to me. I will fear no longer. The indivisible surrounds me with love. I give my gifts in secret and seed the flowers that grow on my path. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode. Read from The Source by Ursula James Go get up and dance, mother Dance the polka like old times Often when I'm feeling sad and blue I will dance and think after you Go get up and dance, mother Polka all around the room Around to silly tunes, at times when we are feeling.